0: Welcome to The Strong Room, presented by Macmillan Estate Planning, I'm Herb Hamm. The name for this program came from a word that was much more commonly used in historic times when securely built rooms were used by families to safeguard their wealth, legal documents, and heirlooms. To help build your strong room, estate and trust planning specialist Sherry Macmillan explains why a comprehensive approach is needed.
1: So some of the areas of complexity that have arisen in modern society, of course, is that we own assets all over the world today. Many of our families own assets, not just in the province that they live in Canada, but they sometimes have cottages throughout Canada, if not into the United States, for example. It's also become common that families have assets internationally today as well. Businesses are growing and expanding and via internet, for example, people can own interests in businesses abroad very easily easily. And so what happens is, how do you put together an estate plan? Typically, an estate plan in law would be put together where the assets are. So if you own assets, for example, in California, you would think you'd need an estate plan in California. But you can, thankfully, coordinate and put an estate plan together in your primary jurisdiction that you live in. But you have to bear in mind the rules in all of these other jurisdictions that it might apply to you. Now, not only is it complex because our assets are in various jurisdictions, our children are in various jurisdictions today. Many of our children, if being successful, have lived abroad, taken out dual citizenships, taken out green cards. I mean, there's all kinds of things that are going on with our children today. And that complexity adds another layer or a tier of sophistication in our estate. So, you know, if my child lives in the United States, it's not as straightforward as you would think to transfer your wealth to them. Because you're now contending with the IRS's thoughts on what they think you're child is entitled to. So you're looking at such a multifaceted area of complexities that it is very difficult for people to wrap their mind around how do you bring it all together.
2: So you have the complex issue uh, uh, of the varying assets, uh, the geography, and then, of course, the family dynamics as, as the family structures have changed so dramatically.
1: One of the primary thoughts in an estate is that we want our estate to remain with the traditional family, the family that it originated with, who created it in the first place. And so one of the complexities in law is that a lot of the legal legislation province by province and country by country, recognizes new spouses, uh, common law relationships. So there's all these complexities about how do I keep this wealth I've created within the chosen family members, my bloodline. Now, thankfully, there are techniques in order to do that. But without putting them in place, your estate could be lost, unfortunately, to a situation that you weren't hoping for. And we call it your estate going out the door to the exes. And you obviously nobody wants that to occur so you have to be aware that these changes are occurring the other thing is we have in modern society what we call blended families and so you know we have lots of families that have been married over the years and then lost a spouse to a death or a divorce and then entered a second marriage or a third marriage that also has another group of children and so now all of a sudden you have the complexity of two families coming together, and how would you divide an estate in that case? So again, it's not as straightforward as it once was in the backcountry out here in Canada in the West, where we had $5 and a cowboy hat, and we could just draft up a will and transfer our wealth. It's much more sophisticated.
2: And the points you're making seem to underscore that, that in many situations, a will is not enough.
1: You're absolutely right. I think it's, as you've made mention, Herb, in a conversation with me historically, you said, well, it's a foundation, and I agree with you entirely. It is a foundation to somebody's estate plan. You must have one. However, it doesn't go far enough when you have these types of complexities in your life. So if you're trying to address your second spouse and make sure they're cared for if you pass, or make sure that the wealth does come back to your original children, your bloodline children, and not to your second spouse's children, then a will will not provide you those kinds of protections. And so most of us have outgrown a will. And there's a couple of areas in my view that I always share with families is if your estate is comprised of more than a million dollars of wealth, then I think you've outgrown a will. without realizing it. You've just simply outgrown it and you need a more sophisticated outline to give you the protection that you're going to need.
2: A better design.
1: That's right. And I think the great part about looking at it in a proactive light is there's a peace of mind that's created that you have things in order and you've taken care of the most precious thing, which is not your asset base. It's your loved ones. You've taken care of your loved ones by putting this design in place. And most of our families at Complete Estate Planning say that. I didn't realize this is truly just a gift to my family, but it is because what you've done is you've made it so that ultimately the responsibility where it should be, which is with you who created it, should govern and steward how it's transposed. And it should be done in an effective and efficient and easy manner so you don't create conflict in your family. And by doing it in proactive stances, you can accomplish that. So truly the gift is a kindness to your family because because you keep them harmonious.
0: Macmillan Estate Planning focuses on life plans.
1: So when we're working with families, uh, predominantly parentally, spousally, and it's very interesting, but they really do have a desire To accomplish protection for their families. Now, that sounds like a strange word, protection. What does that mean to us? It means different things to different people, but what they want to be sure of is that their estate that they leave behind for their loved ones is utilized for the care of their loved ones. It's not lost to taxes, it's not lost to outsiders, it's not lost to influence or divorces. It remains where it's supposed to for the stewardship and care of their loved one. And so, you know, I was sharing with you at the break, but one of the common statements that many specifically our men make to us in our office is they look us straight in the eye and they ask, you're going to take care of my family. And that's what estate planning is. Are you going to take care of my family with this wealth? And taking care of a family means all kinds of things, right? Does it mean providing university degree to grandchildren? Does it mean making sure a widow that doesn't have money management skills has protections built in so the broker doesn't trade the account 42 times? I mean, it means different things to different people. But the fact is it means protection. And it means protection for your lifestyle, And we need that as families, that kind of stewardship. Luckily, we have opportunities in Canada to put those kinds of mechanisms in place. And so I can boldly look everyone back in the eye and say, of course, we can put those protections in place. And you can protect your spouse. You can protect your children and your grandchildren. And your wealth can be the legacy that was meant to be.
2: And you have the tools the options, the solutions to accomplish this.
1: And you have the opportunity in a great way to be as creative and artistic with this as you so choose. And I think that's the real unique part about estate planning that people come to learn as they do. So I don't think it's something that we should avoid, but rather seize the day and put it into place so we feel powerful through our lives that we put the right plan in play for ourselves and our loved ones.
2: And that desire you have to achieve those things in the lives of families is a driving force for uh, the seminars that you and your team host. And, and maybe we could look ahead to the 26th and maybe a few of the, the specific uh, tools, options and solutions we could be uh Looking ahead, too.
1: Sure, Herb. One of the things that most families think about when they contemplate estate planning is that it means will planning. So although we'll cover that topic during the presentation, we always make mention that we're going to cover all of the other options that you might or might not know about, that you might want to know about. And so knowledge is power in this area. If you know your choices, you yourself will make the right choices for your family and the best interests of your wishes
2: what would be some of the most oft-asked questions
1: well, it's a very interesting area, but most families ask, what do they do about preserving wealth in their bloodline in modern society? It's one of the real driving forces in modern society that they want their wealth preserved within their bloodline because we have the, such a complex family dynamic today. And so in order to make sure that your wealth stays with your actual biological family, um, planning needs to go into place. So that's a very common question. Our business Business owners, of course, ask, how do I steward my business because it's another family member? And truly it is. So that is a very common question of business owners of how do they succeed it in a way that their legacy is preserved. And the other one that's more and more common today because of our snowbirds um, is how do they protect U.S. assets and U.S. travel as they go about enjoying a warmer climate during retirement And lastly, a very common theme is how do I protect my retirement assets I've created because the world is full of uncertainty today and I want to make sure that what I did create is going to last for my full retirement. So those are, I would think, the very predominant areas that families want to explore.
2: I wanted to have you mention the the team of experts you work with because there's an enormity here to these issues in terms of detail. You're positioned in a very fortunate way, I believe.
1: Yes, we are. I'm very blessed to say we're part of an organization called the Society of Trust and Estate. And as practitioners of this body, um, all of the people that we have the privilege to work alongside have a passion and an interest in this area, and not only have a passion and an interest, but they solely work in this area. This is their expertise. We come up with many minds, create a great solution, and so we utilize this resource predominantly in the overall estate plan. So, you know, we will work with experts out of the United States, out of the United Kingdom, Um, interprovincially. We work with both accountants and lawyers so that we're not missing facets of the plan. We work with the brokers, the financial advisors, and make sure that there's harmony amongst everybody, putting together a conglomeration of ideas that meet the wishes, the dreams, the desires of the family in the plan, and nobody's working against it in some particular manner.
0: Sherry McMillan. President of Macmillan Estate Planning. When we come back after this break, more insights on how to build your strong room.